and welcome to the latest episode of the Racing Pod Blast with me, Tony Mack, and Ben Aiken from Narrowing the Field. It's a bit of a Scottish theme today uh, with uh, Kelso, the focus uh, for us on the horses. And as well, as always, we uh, stay in Scotland for our ever popular football Trixie. Uh, Jackpot Ben is uh, with us uh, with top, middle and bottom. And uh, yes, it says here one of us landed the hat trick last week. <laughs> and it wasn't me. Uh, but uh, racing first, as always, Kelso starting with their 142 race, the Bet365 Handicap Hurdle. Uh, it's, uh, welcome along, Ben. And uh, can you give us some uh, biomechanically efficient horses to watch for? I'll try my best, Tony. <laughs> um, yeah, the one, the 142 from Kelso, uh, Bet365 Handicap Hurdle. Uh, I've got a shortlist of two for this one. Uh, that shortlist is Serious Operator and Brewing Up a Storm. Uh, Serious Operator. He ran a good fifth in the Lanzarote hurdle last time out. Formula race working out well. I think he should appreciate his return to a, a left-handed track as well. Um, and a smaller field he's going to get to tackle. Uh, if you look at serious operator on a left-handed flat or slightly under undulating track in a field of nine or less, he's got form of four wins from four. And I think he should still have more to offer from his, his current mark. I don't think one two six will prove beyond them. I like serious operator in this one. Uh, Brewing up a storm, despite being around for ages, he's only making a second handicap hurdle start here. Uh, his first came at Taunton three years ago, where he won by eleven lengths off a mark of one four eight. Runs here of one four seven. Uh, I think you'll find this company quite a bit easier than some of the races he's been con- contesting recent starts. Um, most of the starts have been Grade One, Grade Two company. Trip would be the query for him here as he's zero from eight over further in two mile four, but those races have all come in grade one and grade two companies. So potentially he was just outclassed in those races rather than outstayed. Uh, if you look at him at class two level or less, he's seven wins from nine. So bringing up the storm is also very much in my thoughts here, but of the two, it would be serious operator. who's the one I like. He's the one on the upgrade. Um, He's the one I'm most interested in for this serious operator. He's around the 5-1 to one mark, which I think is a decent price. What have you got, Tony, in the 142? Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of an open uh, contest, this, isn't it, Ben? Mm. But, uh, yeah, I'm with you on serious operator, mate, Lucinda Russell, and uh, my uh, apprentice to uh, watch or claimer to watch for last season, Paddy Wadge. Uh, Patrick Wadge, who is down to three, claiming three pounds now. Uh, yeah, four from nine over hurdles, including a win over course and distance. Good to soft ground. Uh, wouldn't be a problem tomorrow. Paddy Wadge is three from six on the gelding. Uh, all four career victories have come on a left-handed track as well for serious operator. So And uh, three from four on a slightly undulating track. So he'll be, obviously he's got a course and distance win, but he will be suited uh, by Kelso. And the Kaluki kid, which was around in parts 20 to 1 yesterday, 
uh, for trainer um, Nicky Richards and Danny McMenamin in the saddle. He's now five to one best price. So I was going to put this up each way, but obviously not now. And I might um, might well uh, dutch the pair here, the Kaluki kid and serious operator. Danny McMenamin riding for trainer Nicky Richards. Two from four over hurdles, including a win uh, left-handed at Newcastle. Uh, possibly not up to grade two level at Doncaster last time. And drops down here for his handicap debut. So I think uh, you can forget his fourth of... Uh, f- uh, five beaten seven lengths behind uh, Jericho de Brepone, um, uh for uh, is that Henderson's horse that is it oh, I'm not, not sure about uh, um, but uh, anyway on the 27th of January in the uh, Rossington main novices hurdle the grade two he's probably out of his depth there he's back into uh, uh, more calmer waters as they say uh, he's rated one two four so the Kaluki, Kaluki kid on handicap debut and uh, serious operator uh, as well with uh, with you Ben for the uh, for that race off at two one forty two onto the two seventeen the bet three six five premier novice hurdle grade two novices hurdle over two miles two furlongs Ben yeah it looks a uh, strong enough for a new this grade two uh, I've got a short list off Brucio personal ambition rich spirit and dripsy moon uh, Brucio was a convincing winner of the listed mayor's handicap hurdle. At the Dublin Racing Festival last time out, that came off the back of a 10-length win at Catterick in January. So she comes here in excellent form. Our trainer, Stuart Crawford, has some decent enough stats in Kelso hurdles and bumpers with his horses aged five and six. Uh, he's six wins in seven places from 27 runners with those types. 48% win and place strike rate, uh, over 68 points profit on the win side. So Brucio does interest me here. She gets a, a mayor's allowance in this race as well. That puts her well in at the weights with most of these. I think all of them, actually. Uh, personal ambition comes here off the back of an eight-length victory at Doncaster. She's made two wins from three for the five-year-old over hurdles. Only time he disappointed so far came at Sandown on heavy ground in December. So he'll be okay on this skewed to soft. At the polling yard, remain in decent form as well. A rich spirit is a horse I posted as one to follow uh, in one of my recent pro-form guest posts. Although I was looking at him as a handicap prospect uh, rather than one for a race like this, a grade two. It's interesting that they come here with the six-year-old rather than sick to handicap company. Sue Smith has hit a patch of form recently and I am intrigued by Rich Spirit. Uh, he's one of those I could see it run as big odds snatching a, a place in this. Dripsy Moon, the other on my shortlist, also a decent price. He's been contested in grade twos over two mile seven to three mile trips in his last two starts, but didn't really look like he stayed those trips all that well. Uh, same when he finished signing at Kelso over two mile five back in October. So I think this drop back to two mile two looks a smart move. He's another that could outrun his big odds. All that lot, I'd say personal ambition is the one I like the most. Although any of the others on my shortlist, I think you'd run themselves into the places or better, but it is personal ambition for me. In uh, the Premier Novice Hurdle, Tony, what have you got? Uh, I'm going for the favourite, unfortunately, uh, Django Bay, uh, who was beaten favourite last time out in a listed contest uh, for training Nicky Henderson. Nico de Boinville is up at Kelso. Uh, the two from three over hurdles beaten last time out in Lister contest at Huntington following a win in the Tolworth hurdle uh, at entry the grade one Tolworth hurdle in December beating eight rivals three lengths 
so I'm going there. Uh, he's a bit skinny for my liking. Uh, Cannock Park, higher profile trainer. I think he would be uh, a little bit shorter than this 10 to 1 Cannock Park, uh, trained by Paul Robson, uh, ridden by Craig Nickel. Uh, thought good enough to run in the Grade One Tolworth Hurdle, but finished 15 lengths ahead of uh, a drift of Django Bay. Soft ground's okay. He's two from three left-handed. Decent efforts when winning at Bangor and uh, latterly Cheltenham in November as well in a maiden hurdle. Uh, so Canic Park uh, each way at around ten to one, and the favourite Django Bay. Uh, for Nicky Henderson and Nico de Bonville at uh, at around 15 to 8. 250 we're moving on to uh, the Bet365 more battle hurdle uh, class 2 handicap over 2 miles. Yeah, deep handicap for us yeah. yeah. stuck into here. Uh, I have narrowed the field to 3. Blackhawk oh. Eagle Cracking Rhapsody and Case Ness. Blackhawk Eagle comes here for the Kerry Leard. She has won with six of her last ten runners, so clearly has her yard in bouncing form right now. Blackhawk Eagle is only the fourth horse she's ever sent to Kelso. The previous three finished first, first, and fourth of 11. Blackhawk Eagle comes here off the back of two victories. I don't think his mark of one two, 2 will prove anywhere near the ceiling, so he should still have plenty more to come. I do like the chances of Blackhawk Eagle. Uh, Kraken Rhapsody comes here as an unexposed type with only four hurdle starts to his name. He won at Kelso over half a furlong further last time out. And he's another that looks like he should have plenty of improvement still to come. Only went up four pounds for that win last time out. And that could be lenient as I think he's I think he won that race with more up his sleeve than it maybe looked to Kraken Rhapsody. And Case Ness is Lucinda Lucinda Russell's representative in this race. Uh, I think he looks like he's been overlooked here. He's as big as 50 to 1 in places. And although he disappointed on his last two starts, I think he should run much, much better here. Uh, his last two runs were both on right-handed tracks, and I think he's probably best going left-handed. Both his wins to date have come on left-handed tracks, both at Kelso, in fact. And if you look at him on left-handed tracks with undulations and over two mile or two mile and a half a furlong, you see his two wins in a place from four starts. One of those runs came at Cheltenham's November meeting where he finished a two and a half length, length a third behind um, Posey Trois. Uh, he only received, he was receiving one pound from that one that day. Uh, and Posey Trois is now rated 13 pounds higher and he's backed up the form of that race on both his runs since. So... Case Ness does bring some solid seasonal form as well as some solid track form to the table. And I do feel he's been overlooked in this race. Case Ness would be my each way uh, dart in this race. 40 to 1, even 50 to 1 available on plenty of books, most paying at least five places. So I, I do like Case Ness in this. Uh, and Blackhawk Eagle is also one I'd be looking to play from near the head of the market. So Case Ness each way and Blackhawk Eagle for me. Tony, where are you at for the more battle? Uh, yeah, the more battle I've got. Um, it's been run 13 times. The first run in uh, 2010 uh, and 13 renewals of the race and 12 of the last 13 Winners uh, came from the top four in the market. So the, the market usually get this 
Right, and uh, I was going for under control anyway. Uh, Nicky Henderson, Nico de Bonville again at four to one, available at four to one. Uh, Trainer won the more battle with Top Notch in 2016, and again with uh, We Have a Dream in 2019. In all, he's taken five runners up to Kelso for this race, and is three from five with Duke and Navin winning back in 2013. Uh, of course, in in the fir- <laughs> in the first more battle, Zena. Remember Zena, the grey, famously finished second of four in this race in 2010 at odds of 14 to one on. I remember it right. I, may, I even remember where I was uh, watching that um, in disbelief, 14 to one shot getting beat. Uh, Salceda for trainer Brian Ellison is available around 11 to one, even though he's, he's still fourth or fifth in the betting. So uh, he still gets into that trend of uh, 12 of the last 13 winners in the top four in the betting. He's won this race in 2022 with Cormier and the trainer will be looking to follow up the win of Angler's Crag in last week's Ida Chase at Newcastle. But the stable is not exactly bouncing. He's three from 31 in the last month. So just be careful with uh, Salceda. Uh, lightly raced, not seen since April last year, so fitness can be only taken on trust here. He's 94 rated handicapper on the flat when with Jed O'Keefe. O'Keefe and uh, one unstable and hurdling debut at Sedgefield back in October 2021. That's Salceda at around 11 to 1. And the favourite under control uh, for trainer Nicky Henderson. You've been tweeting about Nicky Henderson, Ben, this week. I have. I yes. Have. You know, well, well, we'll find out tomorrow if the yard are out of form, got a bug, etc., or it was just a minor blip. Definitely. Uh, yeah. He's got. I agree with you. He's got two good chances at Kelso. Well, at least two. I don't know. If he's got more. Um, I get why they're at the head of the market. So yeah, that'll tell us where he's at. Yeah, it definitely. Might be, it, might, it might just be a minor blip he's had. Could uh, might be nothing to it. So what was it? We'll six see. pulled up since. Oh, I don't know. Forget now. Like that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Six, six, six to the last twelve or something like that. Yeah, so, mad. Uh, Absolutely mad. Pulling up might as be well. Nothing. Might be nothing. It's quite a small sample size, but you know. Yeah. Worth keeping an eye on. Yeah. There's a few out tomorrow as well at uh, Kelso and Newbury as uh, as well. Spring notes out. Uh, Governor of India runs later on at Kelso as well. Brave Jen at Newbury. So uh, yeah, it'll be good to uh, keep an eye on those. Uh, especially Django Bay and Under Controller and Governor of India are all short prices up at Kelso, so it'll be uh, it'll be good to keep tabs on that. Uh, okay, then, cheers for that, Ben. Right now, it's uh, the one you've been waiting for. It's top, middle, and bottom, of course. <laughs> footballers you cannot explain why you love it. It just happens. Chasing a ball around a park, wanting one team to win against the other. El Mahani right foot, whips it. Oh, jeezy peeps, man. Just about sums my uh, tipping up in Scotland at the minute. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not going to introduce this. I'm not going to introduce. Just get on with it, Ben, will you? <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> last week, just the one win for you, Tony. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Turn off minus four. Um, Why banged in a full house wins, Gigi peeps. Uh, Look at a return, that. A return of plus twenty-seven point nine two. Fantastic. Um, current totals: me plus twenty-three point three two. Tony, minus 48.30. Well, we're talking about this before we came on. It's 
it's your difficult second album, Tony. <laughs> you know, my, my, my difficult second album was about 25 years ago. <laughs> I've, I've gone through all this. So it's, it's a hard place to, to find one of our Scottish football. Yeah, especially especially lower leagues. But trust me, when you get through this difficult second album, <laughs> it doesn't get any easier. <laughs> a brilliant, may I say, brilliant explanation there. By the way, it's good comparison. I'm like the Rolling Stones when it comes to now. I'm just turning out albums. Some of them are good. Some of them are good. Some of them wasted time. But you know, anyway, this week normal three leagues for us this weekend. Uh, my top, middle, and bottom this week being top. Air to beat Dunfermline at 13-8. to eight. Uh, Dunfermline have steadied the ship a little in recent weeks, but they've actually only managed to win one of the last 10. Uh, and Air are a dangerous team for them to be playing just now. Scott Brown has them banging in the goals since he took over. I think they're going to be too much for Dunfermline to cope with here. So Air, for me, in the top section. Uh, middle, Alloa to beat Montrose at 2-1. to one. Both teams in excellent form right now. I think the prices are a little bit wrong. Here, I think they should be closer to the betting than they are. Alloa have won their last five and seven the last ten. Only Falkirk and Motherwell have beaten them. Motherwell in the cup, and that's in the last thirteen matches. Montrose bit hit and miss at home as well. So it is Alloa for me in the middle and bottom. Forfar to beat Stranraer at nine to five. Forfar been in good form recently. I'm beating six, losing only one of the last ten. Stranraer have been their usual average selves. Uh, they've lost three of the last five, six of the last ten. And I'm actually surprised Stranraer are the favourites for this. So Forfar for me in the bottom section. So my top middle bottom, top air middle, Alwa bottom Forfar. Tony, what do you have? Uh, yeah, mine comes with a wealth warning, by the way. Um, all right, it's uh, just going for a couple of skinnyans here. Uh, in the top in the championship, Airdrie at home to Queen's Park, uh, 11 to 10. Uh, in Division 1, um, we've got Montrose at home to Alloa at oh. 11 to 10. And uh, that's against you as well, Ben, isn't it? it so, is. Yeah, it yeah. Is. And uh, Clyde at home to Elgin. At even money in Division Two, so the top is uh, Airdrie, middle Montrose, and uh, bottom Clyde. Three homes. What, what would say? So last week, this is the randomness of Scottish football. Last week, Stenhouse Muir, top of the second division, at home to Clyde, bottom of the second division. Stenhouse Muir went one 0 up. End result: six one Clyde. You sure? I mean, really? No. Yeah. Genuinely, I mean, crazy. You can't, I mean, you could not predict that. 6-1 <laughs> Clyde, top against bottom, top at home, it's top 1-0 up. Stenhouse Muir, I think, are doing Dumbarton. They're throwing away the league. Dumbarton did it last year. Stenhouse Muir are doing it this year. Yeah, Dumbarton, but they got a new stand out of it. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. Sorry, that was just a, a little throwaway joke. Dumbarton fans <laughs> and chairman. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Clyde won 6-1. Uh, away at Stenhouse. At the top of the league, after going 1-0 yep. down. That is yep. mental. Mad. I don't. I can't, can't explain it. That's that's Scottish football for you. Blimey. We're all right. right we'll move on. Uh, many thanks for listening to the latest edition of the Racing Pod Blast. A very best look with your betting at Kelso. Uh, remember, if you're nearly rising, catch me on the radio with lots of racing news. Uh, weekdays between 6 and 9. And you catch more from Ben 
over on nowinthefield.co.uk. Big thanks for listening this week. Have a great weekend. Good luck with your bets, as we say. Uh, Thanks for all the kind comments. Uh, Hello to all the new listeners as well. And we'll see you next week with the next instalment of the uh, Racing Pod Blast. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks, Ben. Cheers, Tom. We'll